This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Oh, my God. I was like... Oh my God, lady! How do, are we not screening these calls? Leah, get in here! <laughs> hey there, listeners, future callers, and cooking enthusiasts. This is Dinner SOS, the show where we help you save dinner, or whatever you're cooking. I'm Chris Morocco, food director of Bon Appetit and Epicurious. During my time in the host seat, I've chatted with a lot of listeners about what they do and how they eat but I'd never talked with one quite like today's caller, Alana. I'm a circus performer, and I oh, have been known to make pancakes while on the trapeze. Are you friggin' serious? You heard that right. Alana is a bona fide circus artist. She juggles, she does acrobatics. She can fly on a trapeze, for crying out loud. But when it comes to the perfect brownie recipe, she's stumped. I love dark chocolate. And I love the texture of like a good, rich, chewy, little crunch on top brownie. But I can eat like half of a bite of one and I'm like, this is disgusting. It's too sweet. I can't eat it anymore. So I've tried a lot of like substitutions, um, maybe inadvisably so. Mm. And and it just always ends up bad. Yeah. And, and, and I want to talk about that. What have you tried and what have you tried doing to reduce the sugar in it? Um, I think what happens is I don't make brownies for six months. And then I look at a brownie recipe and I'm like, oh, God, that's too much sugar. I'm not doing that. And so then I take out some of the sugar. And usually I think I've either substituted it with like extra cocoa powder or I think I did almond flour one time. Sometimes just like taking out sugar and not adjusting anything else. Mm. And it usually just ends up that, like, all of the oil bakes out of it. I totally get Alana's impulse here. Take the sweet thing out and replace it with something not sweet. But baking is chemistry, and the properties of sugar and cocoa powder are totally different. So allow me to play chemistry teacher for a second here. Sugar is hygroscopic, which means it helps baked goods retain moisture and helps create a brownie's chewy texture. Whereas cocoa powder is a dry ingredient, like flour. It'll amp up chocolatey flavor and balance out the wet ingredients in the recipe, like eggs and fat. Most of the time, you want both cocoa powder and sugar in a brownie, but it's how everything works together that determines how your brownie will taste. All right, back to my conversation with Alana. Here's what I've found about brownies. You need a combination of melted chocolate Mm -hmm. and cocoa powder. Yeah. And when it comes to cocoa powder, cocoa powder is what truly gives you chocolate firepower, like Mm. flavor-wise. Whereas melted chocolate, that is going to give you body. It's going to give you some of that like fudgy texture. And again, it's, it's a function of think about how these 
ingredients behave. You know what I mean? Like, like melted chocolate is firm at room temperature, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like even after being baked and melted, it resolidifies like to to a large extent. Mm-hmm. You know, albeit in the form of a brownie, it sort of resolidifies while kind of ensconced in a matrix of sugar and egg and fat, right? But you still have that kind of like you're looking for that chocolatey, fudgy consistency, right? Whereas mm-hmm. cocoa powder, it's functioning more as, like I said, like a dry ingredient. But mm-hmm. from a flavor perspective, cocoa powder is so much more intense than most melt, like any kind of like, you know, even bittersweet chocolate. The style of cocoa powder you use, you know, whether it's natural or Dutch process also has huge implications for flavor. Dutch process being more chocolatey, more intense, richer, deeper, and less acidic. Right. So anyway, I mean, it's like, this is this is the funny thing, right? It's like, you know, you look at a very simple baked good that you kind of see everywhere and maybe even take for granted, and suddenly you, you kind of look closely and it's not so simple anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, as it turns out, I just developed a triple chocolate brownie recipe for Bon Appetit's video series, How I Developed. And as part of that journey, colleagues in the test kitchen usually pop in to give feedback. Can I throw in a curveball? Yeah. Have you considered chocolate chips? You can. You can. Okay. I part of, <laughs> but part of the reason is like, I hate them and I don't want them in a brownie. Okay. Not only did Hannah Asbrink successfully sell me on the chocolate chips, she also helped me taste through many, many different versions of this recipe. I feel really good about where we landed. I've also seen them out in the world, and it seems like people are having great success with them. People are into them. People are into them. So why sit here and have you propose a brownie recipe and me propose a brownie recipe when I feel if I can be so bold that we have the brownie recipe for Alana? It's not too sweet. I'll leave her a little bit of a window open on sweetness with this Mm -hmm. one. Because I think, you know, one of your parting words was, you know, you thought I could have dialed the sweetness down slightly. So let's throw this to her and see how it goes. Yes. All in, format breaker, you and me united behind one recipe. I'm with you. I'm your wing person. Yippee-ki-yay. After the break, we'll get Alana back on the line to explain why the triple chocolate brownie is definitely going to be her winning recipe. Hey listeners, Chris Morocco here. If you find yourself in a dinner crisis, the Epicurious app comes to the rescue. Not only will you unlock over 50,000 recipes from Bon Appetit and Epicurious, but you'll also receive daily personalized recommendations based on your unique preferences and dietary needs. Head to the Apple App Store and download the Epicurious app to kickstart your seven-day free trial today. Don't miss out on this culinary adventure. Start your free trial and let the Epicurious app be your kitchen hero. Happy cooking. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, 
and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dinner SOS. When Hannah and I got Ilana back on the phone, I immediately began to sell her on the triple chocolate brownie recipe. Sounds delicious. You're making me so hungry. Okay. Great. Okay, we still got her. Hannah, (laughs) anything you want to add just from seeing it from sort of the other side? Yes, Alana, I have heard that you are someone who prefers perhaps a not-too-sweet dessert, or at least when it comes to brownies, something that doesn't veer too just like cloying and straight sugar right off the bat. Yeah, definitely. It's like people that don't like spicy, I feel like I have that same sensation when something's too sweet. It's Mm. just like, ooh, that hurts my mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can relate to a certain extent, and I feel like between both Chris's and my palates, as it as they pertain to this development, we really kept a keen eye, or at least I was pretty attuned to his sugar levels. And I even had recommended that it could have gone a hair under what the final recipe ended up being, which was a fantastic recipe. But just in terms of my personal preference, where my kind of like sweetness levels veer towards, it's much more, you know, chocolate first than the sweetness or sugar. So I really think and feel confident that this might be a good avenue for you. What I would say is, okay, we're going to send you this recipe for triple chocolate brownies. I think, you know, they've done pretty well. People have been pretty into them. I would ask, perhaps, if I can be so bold, if you could cook through the recipe as is (laughs) before making any changes. And if you were to make changes, I would say try not to reduce the sugar by more than a quarter cup. I think you could go down by one quarter cup down to one cup even sugar. But it would be really hard to go below that. And and honestly, and if you find yourself there and you think they're too sweet and you, you go down to one cup of sugar, you try it again. I mean, this is like pretending that you have nothing but time to just bake brownies <laughs> for the next week. But let's go with it. Just just reach out. Let me know. And maybe we can troubleshoot it further, okay? Okay, great. Well, it'll be a great Zen exercise for me to actually follow a recipe yes. for once. And let me be clear. <laughs> you know, when I say follow the recipe, like when I say Dutch processed cocoa powder, you are getting Dutch processed cocoa powder. And if we have to mail you guitared cocoa rouge, we'll do that, okay? Okay, all right. All right, I don't need you going off script because then they will be too sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is all dialed in for, you know, what we're specifying for ingredients here, just to reiterate. Okay. Got it. Amazing. Can I cook them upside down, though? Well, you can be upside down. Just don't make the brownies upside down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how you would make brownies upside down. There's no like pineapple Mm, on top. mm, mm, True. I don't know, but maybe there is a way. I bet I she know. could make she, them upside she down. She could. Yeah. She probably <laughs> has the core strength. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Acro baking aside, in developing this recipe, I was trying to create a brownie that wasn't that much harder than making a boxed brownie, but that delivered much greater satisfaction. So here's how you do it. 
Prepare your pan, then whisk your dry ingredients together. That's flour, salt, and Dutch processed cocoa powder, which is chocolate number one. Then you melt butter and bittersweet chocolate, chocolate number two, in a metal bowl set over barely simmering water until it's melted and smooth. Whisk in sugar and eggs, then remove from the heat and whisk in vanilla and those dry ingredients. Lastly, stir in chocolate number three, aka semi-sweet chocolate chips. Pour into your prepared pan, bake, let it cool, and there you have it, the perfect brownie. We sent Alana the recipe and crossed our fingers that we wouldn't have a trapeze accident on our till now spotless record. After the break, we'll find out if Alana was able to thread the needle between lusciously chocolatey and just too sweet. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, I got to get myself in the brownie space right now. Like, away from, like, the meeting space and, like, what are we even doing here space and a little bit more into brownies here now. With that, Alana, welcome back. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm so excited to hear how it went. I mean, I guess there's no moment of anticipation here, right, in terms of what recipe you went with, right? We just True. gave you one <laughs> recipe. Yeah, I so I made the brownies. I actually managed to follow the recipe. I got my scale out. I did take out a quarter of the cup of sugar because you gave me permission to do that. I can't believe I did that. I should have just been like, <laughs> you are not allowed to mess with this recipe. That should have been the rule right there. Well, but... The thing is, they were really good. So I couldn't help but like lick all of the bowl. I was like, this is going to be good because the batter is so tasty. Yeah. And they came out, they were like rich and like a little bit, I had like a little bit of that like salty, savory taste to them. Uh That was really nice. The texture was great. Like the top was all crackly, just like how you want it. Yeah, they were delicious. Okay, let me back it up. What cocoa powder did you use and what chocolate did you use? I used the Ghirardelli Dutch processed cocoa. Was it Ghirardelli or Guitard? I think it was Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. Okay, no problem. And then for the bar chocolate, do you recall? Oh, I guess I didn't 100% follow the rules because I had some super dark chocolate chips already in my pantry and so Super. i used those <laughs> okay and did you use I'm sorry chris i'm bad <laughs> it's okay in so was that for what you used for your chocolate chips or was that what you used for the chocolate that you melted into the both. batter both yeah both yeah. Oh, super dark chocolate chips. Yes, they're. I think they're like 72%. Okay, no, maybe that nets you out, you know, about kind of on par with what mine would have been. I'm so happy that you went through with the recipe, even with your modifications, because you know what? That's real life, too. It is real life, <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, listen, I could have 
implored you to go to a supermarket with super specific brand recommendations only to have you not encounter those specific brands and then have a moment of crisis wondering, are you okay to use something else? <laughs> so anywho, um, did you make them for an occasion? Well, I was supposed to have guests come the next day. And so I was making them for them. They ended up, their trip got postponed. But I had to go up to Ithaca and teach some workshops. And I was teaching one particularly long partner acro workshop. And I was like, you know what? They're going to need a little something to get them through. And so we were an hour and a half in and I was like, you guys, we're going to take a break. And I brought you some brownies <laughs> and they were thrilled. And then the next hour and a half went really well, I think because of them. <laughs> Wait, what, what kind of workshop did you say? So I was teaching a partner acrobatics workshop. So people standing on each other, doing handstands on each other. That kind of thing. <laughs> did, this is energy providing. Wait, that is for sure. So what? So what did people think of the brownies? And and did I hear that there's some audio of their reactions? Yeah, they love them. So these are all acrobats who just moments ago were standing on each other's shoulders, and these brownies are fueling the next half of our acro workshop. <laughs> I don't usually like eating a brownie, but I liked eating that brownie. <laughs> did you have did you have something you wanted to say? It's perfectly dark and salty, salty and yeah. crumbly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Love to hear Amazing. it. Amazing. Wow. And I'm curious, you know, given your druthers, Alana, would you make these even less sweet next time? Hmm. You can tell me. It's okay. I can handle it. I've been psyching myself up to ask that question, but I'm I'm psychologically prepared to to hear it now. You know, I think they were pretty spot on, especially with, you know, like I already took out a quarter cup of sugar. So I I understand from everything you said that anything, I would say any less than that would probably mess with the like texture of it. And the texture was so great mm. that I don't, I don't want to mess with that. So. Wow. You were listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's that's great. I couldn't eat a lot of them, but every morsel of them was delicious. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. I mean, where do we go from here? Are you going to conquer other categories of baked goods and trust that we've made good decisions about how much sweetness and the kind of flavor balance we're achieving in, in each recipe or any other ideas? <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to be diplomatic and say, yes, I will follow recipes better from now on. Um, well, maybe just our recipes. Just, just, just to slip that just in. Just the ones where you've tried a hundred different versions of the same thing. Mm -hmm. I can, yes, I can trust you on that. I do feel like I have a lot more faith in baking recipes because of this. Hannah, what do you think she should make next? I was actually going to go against what you're saying and just say that, you know, this is such a solid brownie recipe. It's almost like a great template to jump off. If let's say you want to throw in a handful of peanut butter chips or like a pinch of cayenne or a little bit more salt or, you know, wherever your mood takes you. But at least you can always fall back on this solid chocolate brownie base. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. You know, when I've made brownies at home, a lot of time I'll do a tahini swirl on top. I'll just do equal parts tahini and maple syrup. And that gives you a really deeper expression of savory flavors, obviously. But I like that notion too, Hannah. 
I think it's important to be flexible with all of the recipes. I mean, I agree with Chris, like, please always try to start with, you know, our recipe as intended as the first go around. But from there, like, go run with it. That's a really smart way to approach it. I wouldn't try to make them on a trapeze. <laughs> but but we, do, do, we do have a great pancake recipe for you if you do yeah. want to try. <laughs> okay. Highly recommend the extra fluffy pancakes. No yes, buttermilk. By Shopa. They are yeah. so good and they don't require buttermilk either. Yeah. Okay, very tall. Great. Very fluffy. <laughs> Not as tall as a trapeze, though, I don't think. No. no. You'd need a Not big stack Unless you stack them. Yeah. yeah. Just, just stack them high and you'll be fine. <laughs> If you have a dinner emergency on your hands, write to us at dinnersos at bonappetit.com or leave us a voice message at 212-286-SOS1. That's 212-286-7071. You can find the recipe for triple chocolate brownies on the Epicurious app brought to you by Condé Nast. Just search Epicurious in the app store and download today. You can find the video documenting how I developed this recipe plus the rest of our video series at youtube.com slash bon appetit. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice and hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Dinner SOS is a Condé Nast Entertainment original podcast. I'm your host, Chris Morocco. My co-host this week is Hannah Asbrink. Our producer is Michelle O'Brien. Peyton Hayes is our associate producer. Cameron Foos is our assistant producer. Jake Loomis is our studio engineer. Amar Lal makes this episode. Thanks to Gabe Caroga for engineering help. We'll be taking a break for a few weeks so we can cook up some more solutions to your dinner emergencies. Coming up next month, the legendary Mark Bittman answers your questions. I would eat them on a trapeze. I would eat them. Um... Not much rhymes with trapeze, so. (laughs) No, you'd eat them with ease. You'd eat them with cheese. Yes. Oh, delightful. Perhaps even say please. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Anyway, we're done here. (laughs) Here at Dinner SOS, we love tackling your kitchen issues. But what if I told you there's a way to rescue dinner before it turns into an emergency? With expert insights from the test kitchen, cooking and entertaining tips, and a treasury of over 50,000 recipes, Bon Appetit and Epicurious are your lifelines to rescue any meal. And right now, our listeners can get 20% off an annual digital subscription, including access to the user-friendly Epicurious app. Just use code SOS20 at bonappetit.com. That's SOS20 for a 20% discount on an annual digital subscription to Bon Appetit and Epicurious. Happy cooking. And don't worry, I'll still be here if your dinner plan self-destructs.